0: Hello friends, my name is Adam Leong, and I want to welcome you to Story Central. Each episode, I'm going to be interviewing a student, staff, faculty, or ministry partner to hear how they've been seeing God move on every corner of every campus in InterVarsity Central Region. Thanks for joining us on this journey. This week, we have a special treat for you. I had the honor of moderating a panel of Central Region alumni for a Corners 21 conference. It was such a blessing to hear how God is still moving in their lives after college, and how InterVarsity got to be a part of their faith journeys. Not only that, but at the end of this episode, you'll also hear from Holly Woods, InterVarsity student at Webster University in St. Louis. Go Gorlocks! At Corners, Holly performed an original work based on the theme for Corners' Who Do You Say I Am? And we'll have that for you here. Enjoy. All right. Thank you so much. Again, like I had said, my name is Adam Leong. I am a regional ministry coordinator here in the Central Region. I'm so thankful that you all came to join us. We have a wonderful panel of alumni who have offered to share some of their wisdom uh, and some of their stories from their time in college and how God uh, is answering that question of who do you say I am uh, now a day. So I'm going to ask them each to introduce themselves, uh, their name, their alma mater in the year they graduated, what they're up to now and uh, a quick story or memory from their time with InterVarsity. So I'm going to throw it to Jordan first. Uh, Jordan, if you could introduce yourself.
1: Hello, everyone. My name is uh, Jordan Tu. I graduated from the University of Missouri-Columbia in 2013. Uh, right now, I'm currently working as a software engineer in Phoenix, Arizona. So I think one of my favorite memories uh, from InterVarsity is like really weird, but Uh, it was my spring semester of my freshman year in college and our intervarsity chapter had a men's small group and we decided to have this opportunity to like have like a bonding moment so our men's small group uh, decided to go to our local mcdonald's and order 250 pieces of chicken mcnuggets and we shocked the uh We shocked the cashier person and she thought we were joking, but we were definitely serious. We definitely asked for all the sauces. And the reason I really enjoy that memory is I think it just really reminded me of uh, coming into college. I didn't really have any, I didn't know anyone going to um, college, uh, didn't really have community. But after finding this intervarsity chapter and enjoying sweet delicious chicken McNuggets with uh, all the men in our small group, I think it just really emphasized that um, community that's just really pivotal and important to just really growing and becoming a follower of Christ. So yeah, that's uh, one of my favorite memories and I'll just pass it off to the next person.
2: Hey everybody, my name is Ann Hall and I graduated from Drake University. Go Bulldogs! Um, in Des Moines, Iowa, in 2020. Woo! <laughs> Amy, Amy was my staff worker, so shout out. Um, and let's see, I moved to Omaha to work with Inner Varsity at the University of Nebraska Omaha Metro Community College after I graduated. And then during that time, I met and married my husband Bill, who's in the other room. Um, and then after that, I actually went to PA school at the University of Nebraska Medical Center. And that's what I do now I continue to work in uh, well to live in Omaha and I work in cardiothoracic and vascular surgery. Um, and let's see a favorite memory or a fun memory, um, I was thinking about this there's too many to, to go through all of them, but one that I really love is our Drake free taxi and this was during <laughs> during Drake relays, which is like an outdoor track and field event. It's held in the second semester and honestly it's like one of the biggest party weekends on campus. But we would essentially do like a free lift ride for Drake students. So we had coordinated phone, like a phone number and cars and people stationed all around campus. And, um, you know, there's obviously a lot of intoxicated people walking around campus late at night, but we would get them in our cars and we made sure everyone got home safely. And we'd give out snacks and food and we would like play cash cab in the cars. And, you know, it wasn't an evangelistic event, it was purely like a tangible way to love and care for our campus. But after the event, like people remembered us and would open doors for spiritual conversations later on, um, just cause we'd like built rapport and we built trust and we like really served our campus on those nights, but we just had so much fun. We'd stay up super late and yeah, we would have like a home base with snacks and food and it was just a really fun time, so.
0: Henry, you wanna unmute and we could meet you. Hey everybody,
3: my name is Henry. Uh, former alumni of William Penn back in 2016. And uh man, one of my favorite memories of uh in a varsity was 2013. Uh, it was fall conference, and uh it was just it was just uh this was after the praise and worship night, uh during during that whole session. So pretty much like a- after hours when we were all kind of going to bed and everything. So it's just uh, a few of us and also my my wife now, you know, friend then, six years ago, we just started pretty much like a whole praise and worship out, outside of the, 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 the whole uh, campus and everything. And it, it was just awesome. You know, everybody just, you know, like coming together and just singing like one whole praise and worship song, you know on to God. Uh, so so I, I did, after, after Penn, I, I went to Rhema to further my studies in, in ministry. And I, I went to um, Rhema Bible Training College. And right now, I'm a uh, full-time barber and, and a minister in training. And also, happily married, too, as well, to Naomi. <laughs>
4: <laughs> well then, I guess I got my introduction. Hey, y'all. I'm Naomi. I went to um, the University of Missouri, Kansas City. And I also graduated from Iowa Central Community College. Um, after graduation, uh, got married, December was graduation, January was, uh, the wedding and then, uh, trusting God <laughs> because after quickly, after the, <laughs> the wedding was all the pandemic and everything else that's happening Yeah, But now I am a student at Raymond Bible training college, and I'm also, a uh, detention counselor, a juvenile detention counselor. I think one of my favorite memories, there's so many of them I was really trying to think, was um, during Easter what we used to do was we either um, went to people's dorms with um, invitations for the Easter service and we would offer to take out their trash or to wash their dishes because we weren't going to wash their feet as Jesus did. So instead we found something that was dirty or something that would be um, a, a a head turner. And so I got so many opportunities to talk with people and to invite people to come to the service just by offering to wash um, their dishes or take out their trash. And the the memory was the faces when I asked them, hey, can I take out your trash or can I wash your dishes? They were like, what? <laughs> what do you want me to do? What did you want to do? But um, afterwards, we had the opportunity to request to pray for people. And in those moments was when God really showed up.
0: Uh, thank you so much for sharing. Now, uh, Naomi and Henry, you're not only married, but my understanding is that you're also authors? Yes, yeah. sir. Yes,
3: sir. Yes. So uh, this last year, 2020, uh, man, we, we uh, partnered, we collaborated with a few other authors and we ended up writing a book called Life Interrupted. We just share our experience of just the various challenges that we face when COVID first hit, especially us being like newlyweds and also in business and just in marriage. And we just share our experience and just, you know, the lessons that we learned and that we're still learning and that we're implementing into our lives. So you can uh, purchase the book. Uh, We're giving out signed copies, uh, speakbacktolife.com. I believe uh, Rachel will, will put the link on so that everybody can get it.
0: Yes, sir. Great. Appreciate it. That sounds like a great read. Now, speaking of uh, COVID and whatnot, so we've had, it has been a wild year. I don't know about you, but in some ways it's felt like 2020 never actually ended. They were just in like 2020 (laughs) extension. Uh, and so uh, it's been with the pandemic, with political division, with racial injustice coming to light in new ways. Uh, it's been a wild year for sure. And I'm sure that's challenged and stretched us in different ways. I'd, I'd love to hear from a few of you. Uh, how has this past year influenced your faith in Jesus?
3: I can go ahead and uh, just just uh, start it off. So how it has in, has influenced my my faith in Jesus is pretty much it has really like pushed me closer towards the purpose and plan that God has for me. Uh, I tell people all of the time that I mean, we, we've all have have had ups and downs through our lives, hard moments. I, I've had worse years, worse than than 2020. You know, that didn't stop what, what God was doing in my life. That, that didn't stop, you know, the plan that, that God has has, spoke, has spoken to me. You know, it has given me the responsibility and also the grace to make sure that I actually accomplish, you know, in this lifetime that I do have uh, the, the chapter that we actually write that we actually wrote in the book. is called a lion still has to, Eat. you know, no matter what, like a lion still has to, you know, you, you have to go after what God has called you to do, you know, whether that's in business and in marriage and relationships on your campus, just whatever.
0: It's a good word. That's a good word. Uh, and how about for you? How has this year? I'm sure, as, as you're working in the medical field, I'm sure that, that 2020 was was wild for you. How has that influenced? How has this past year influenced your faith in Jesus?
2: Yeah, thanks for asking. Yeah, the hospital's been really different, especially when COVID first started. Like all of the fear, I feel like that was just even permeating into the hospital environment. In the operating room, we would just gown up and have like our N95s and I mean, there was a period of time where I was literally wearing my N95 and like face shields and then like hands or gloves and all these other equipment, like everywhere I was going in the hospital. Um, But I think the thing that this past year's highlighted is like relinquishing control and recognizing in the midst of so much uncertainty that God's still sovereign, whether it's like a pandemic or like the political stuff that's been going on and racial injustice, um, that like our, like our answer isn't on like democracy or president or like global health initiatives, like our rock has to be in Jesus and that we may know him and be a witness um, to our family and to our neighborhood and to our cities and the world. And like scripture shows us over and over that God has this sovereign plan of redemption um, to bring Jesus into this fallen world. And that still remains true. You know, that is still, Who he is, and that doesn't change even in the midst of um, the chaos around us. So, to just like you know, relinquish that need for us to have our plans the way that we think is best. So,
0: yeah, thank you for sharing. I love that, like, who who God is, like that part, he's sovereign. That's that's part of the, the things really been resonating with you this year, and that actually lines up really well with our theme for Corners 21 this year. It's been centered around the question that Jesus poses to his disciples who do the crowds? say i am and then he follows up by asking them directly but who do you say that i am so for any anybody one of our panelists would love for you to hop in and say like what is something that you've learned about who god is since you graduated uh, that you wish you knew while, when you were in college been any new revelations uh since you graduated about who god is
4: hey i think i can start on this one um so I graduated in December, 2019. So it's a fresh graduation. And right after graduation, there was a lot of trans transitions made because I left, got married. And then the whole COVID, everything happened. And before all of it happened, um, in our prayer time, God gave us the word be still and know that I'm God.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: And then all of that started to happen. And I think that, um, uh, looking back and in hindsight, it's like no matter what situation might be in front of us or what mountain might be in front of us, um, we can have the faith to know that God is going to get us through regardless mm-hmm. and that God is still God. And in when I uh, read the Old Testament um, with the Israelites, they always find a different um, type of God. Whatever situation that they um, uphold, God showed them a different type of God. So he would be like a cloud or he would be a fire, whatever it is that, that they needed, that's the God that he would be. And for me, I feel like a lot of times I'm t- tuggling and wrestling with God because I'm not believing that he is a God that is for me and that he has good plans for me. And so in, in hindsight, if I, if what I wish I would have known in school was that, that God is the God that knows the end from the beginning. And before he created me, he knew what he wanted me to do. He knew, um, he had specific people in place out for me and he had a plan, a good plan for me. And if I could have trusted that um, I would have, I wouldn't have had so many um, debates, and uh fights, spiritual fights <laughs> within myself, because I could just trust and know that he is God and He has God good plans, good plans for me.
3: Man, honey, that was good. Preach. <laughs> <laughs> uh man, for 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 me, uh who who I wish I knew who God was back then, Henry back in 2016. Honestly, I wish I would have knew that God is my comforter. Uh, before my wife, I was in a I was in a previous relationship, very committed relationship, but ended in, in a breakup, right? And that, that that devastated me. You know, it it devastated me to the point to where like I just I just went into like deep deep dark depression, you know. But it was in that moment, man, that I still felt like the love of God, and just like Him actually like comforting me on a whole another another level that I never experienced before. Uh, my family didn't know I, what I was going through. Like my friends, they were there, but like they just couldn't like really understand, man. But God, He understands. Bible I would say He clicked. He 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 stays closer than a brother, you know. So God is definitely comforter in that moment, coming out of my darkness and everything. Like God put a new song in my mouth um, just during a time of a uh, prayer and uh, intercession. And yeah, it definitely changed my changed my 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 view on God and, and uh, took my relationship with Him to another level.
0: That's a good word, Henry. That's a good word. Jordan, would you like to hop in?
1: Yeah, most definitely. Um, so I don't think I mentioned this early when I was giving my introduction, but I actually went back to school to do computer science uh, around 2018, and when I was graduating at uh, around uh, June of 2020, that's when like the pandemic hit, and at that time there was just a lot of uncertainty and. During that time, I, you know, kind of was like really wrestling with guys like, oh, am I going to get a job after I graduate? You know, like all these businesses are no one's hiring, you know, not knowing where I was going to end up. And, you know, there was like periods of waiting for, you know, opportunities, uh, just sending out applications, not hearing anything back. And I think during that time that I just really had to wrestle with God just to really trust him and wherever I was Going, I actually you know never knew I would be in Arizona, and I think this is just like a constant reminder. Um, whether it's like in 2013 when I graduated, or uh, from um from zoo to like now, something I just have to constantly remind myself is that God is still working. You know, even in the midst of a global pandemic, when there's just so much like division that's happening, um. God is still present. He's still working, um, regardless of the circumstances that each and every one of us are facing. And I think in the midst of those um, seasons and situations, I think that's, especially in hardship, I think that's where God's, uh, God really shines.
0: Yeah. Thank you all so much for sharing. I love that. Like God's sovereignty and God as comforter and the plans that God has that aren't our own. And when we're in the midst of it, it can be hard for us to see that there's something on the, on the other end of it. Right. But when we look back and say, Oh yeah, like you were, there, there was definitely something that was happening um, in that, in that moment. That's such a good, such a good word. Jordan and Henry, Naomi, thank you so much for sharing. Um, this question of who do you say I am and who the crowd say I am and, and who do you say I am? It's, it's a really evocative question uh, that Jesus asks. Um, but I think it's, in, in some ways, it's an essential question for us to wrestle with. It was an essential question for the disciples to wrestle with. It's an essential question for us to wrestle with today. Um, is, any insights for you? Like what, why do you think that this evocative question by Jesus is essential for us to wrestle with today?
3: Yeah, I think that it, uh think that it really uh, helps us to keep things like in the right perspective um, and, and keeps, us, keeps us like accountable, you know and it, it has me like personally really ask the question, do I really do I really know God do I really know Jesus like the way that I say I do? or is he just another song um, or is he just you know somebody that I heard another preacher talk about, like do I really know
0: him? like I say I do. Yeah, that's a a good word, that's a good word.
4: I think also um, God can operate to the level of our faith. And so based on the revelation that we know is um, how we can experience him. And so when we wrestle with that question of who do we say that he is, that's us wrestling with what he can do for us and what he is able to do because um, he is a gentleman, and um, he needs our permission. We have to submit in order f- to see his promises um, be revealed in our lives. And so the more that we wrestle with that, I think the more that we can see who he is, not uh, what other people say about him or what a religion has said about him, or what our parents have tried to force <laughs> us about. Ooh about him, just us getting to know him personally and have those experiences personally.
0: Yeah, I, I love that. Jesus is a gentleman. That's such a good, that's such a good, good word there. Anne?
2: Yeah, I was just thinking through, um, like, can we trust that, you know, he is who he says he is? So I was just thinking, like, even in surgery, sometimes surgeries, I do open heart surgeries, and sometimes they're not going very well. I'll just be honest, sometimes they go really smoothly. And other times, you know, the patient's not doing well on the table. And so sometimes I'm like in the operating room, and I'm thinking, Lord, are you who you say you are? Like, and then I start praying for my patient and praying for the surgery to go better. Like, is God really the healer that he says he is? Like, yes, he uses us and he uses us in medicine. But like, sometimes things just we, there's not a logical explanation. And so even just saying like, okay, can we trust that you are the healing God that you said you are. And if you are, then like, I can intercede for this patient who's literally on the operating room table in front of me, and it's gonna change, you know, the outcome. And so um, even just wrestling with that in our day-to-day, you know, monotonous, routine life, um, cause he cares and and it does matter. So,
0: Yeah, it's so interesting. And, and it, it sounds like what you're saying, like I need to wrestle with the question of not just who do I say God is, but, do I believe that God is who He says He is? and mm-hmm. it's actually like who's defining that that piece there, and that if you believe that God is who He says He is, not just who I believe him to be, but really because He says he who He says he is, like it allows you gives you freedom to intercede on behalf of your patients and whatnot that's that's, that's wonderful I mm-hmm. love love that um we I, we could talk for Hours. I'm sure you guys have so much wisdom and so many stories to share, but uh, we want to kind of move towards the, the, the end. Um, any final words of encouragement or challenge for our students who are currently in it r- right now, who are in college right now? Um, I'm going to ask all of you to share uh, just if you have any words of encouragement or challenge uh, for our current university students.
3: And so, my, my challenge will be my encouragement challenge. So you want to look at it. Will be honestly cultivate like a cultivate a deeper relationship with God, like never before. Um, any any relationship, if it's not growing, like it's it's like stagnant, mm-hmm. right? So every every healthy relationship grows. Cultivate a deeper relationship with God. You know, invite Him in our areas of your life, sports, business, job, like in our area, your relationship. In your family, like invite vitamin learn from him too. Like the Holy Spirit, he's our teacher, he's our helper. Like you know, things don't really have to be hard than what we actually make it. We just like lean on him, and uh, you know, like, cause he he has already given us a grace, you know. But yeah, just just uh, that, that's why I just encourage everybody, you know, uh, cultivate a deeper relationship with God, not not just service level. Like like, go go a little bit deeper. Mm-hmm. Amen. <laughs>
0: Amen. Amen.
2: I'll hop in. Um, I think one thing that I've been thinking through is really learning to be open handed with our lives, um, to say yes to the invitation from Jesus and knowing that God's really in control. So, like I was always the type A person that had my life mapped out and all these like good grades, get a scholarship, go to college, you know, go to med school or PA school and get a career and um like when I graduated from college, like the Lord veered me off path. Um, And I said yes to like being an intern with university for a few years and then going to PA school and like all these things that we do in life, Um, maybe don't go according to the plan that you think is the best. But I think Naomi was saying this earlier too, like learning to relinquish control and to just surrender and say yes to Jesus. Like, because the, the more we say yes, To the invitation that Jesus is calling into, the next yes will be even easier, and the next yes will be even easier. But there are waves of, like, oh, what college do you want me to go to, Lord? Or what, you know, Bible study should I be starting on, you know, what community should I be starting this Bible study? And then as you get older, it's like, well, should I buy this house? Should I have this job? Should I move to this other city? And it's this constant wave of, like, you know, the more open handed we are with our lives and just saying, like, Lord, you're totally in control. You know what's best for me. Um, And I think it's this, but you probably have something even better because, you know, choosing to be an intern with the university has just been like, just thinking back, I'm like, wow, like I got to meet my now husband. I've met so many people that are even on this call that I wouldn't have met um, if I hadn't said yes to those invitations so many times before. And like God is so, like I said, he's so sovereign. He's so in control. He truly knows what's best for us. Um, So just to be willing to be open-handed with our lives and to say yes and surrender that to the Lord.
1: I can go ahead and jump in. So, you know, the Bible passage uh, talks, uh, Jesus, like, mentions, like, oh, who did the crowd say that I am? And that question is still relevant to us today. You know, you just look at what's going on in the world right now. The crowds, you know, the media, everyone has like a different perspective or image of who Jesus is. And you could just believe what other people say about who Jesus is. But I think my challenge for each and every one of you today is to really explore who he is to you. As Jesus kind of asked Peter who he is to him, ask yourself that same question. Who is he to you? And, you know, whether it's just diving into God's word, fellowship, being with, you know, other students in your communities, um, you know, even just asking questions and trying to see what God's inviting you into. I think, yeah, you'll be surprised. And, you know, I just pray and encourage for each and every one of you that even when things are difficult, that uh, Jesus will meet you where you're at. And, you know, I just really... Hope you all do really well on this journey, you know, even though things are hard now and they'll it'll be a while before things get better, that Jesus will meet each and every one of you where you're at.
4: That's really good. Um, uh, for me, I guess I would um, pose the question, how do you eat an elephant um, one bite at a time? <laughs> and um oftentimes we uh, go through life with these huge um, issues, huge problems, huge theological discussions, and um, honestly, bring them down to bite-sized pieces. Bring them down to um, first. Oh, how do I believe God in this area? How do I believe God in faith? How do I believe God um, to finish uh, my classes? How do I believe God to to <laughs> to finish my homework <laughs> that's due at eleven fifty-nine, and I started it at ten. I know some of y'all are like me, are graduating. Thank you, Lottie. But how do I believe in God right now? Who do I say that God is in this c- circumstance? It doesn't have to be a huge thing. Um, and once you um, have those small victories, those small victories will lead to bigger victories. And you'll look back and you'll see that God brought you through a whole a whole journey. Um, so I would challenge you guys to let go of the big and start looking at the small and ask yourself, how do I trust God for this day? How do I trust God until um my classes are done? (laughs) And just um just put them into bite-sized pieces and you'll see that you've eaten, you have eaten the whole elephant that you thought you couldn't eat.
0: It's a good word. That is a good word. Uh Jordan and Henry, Naomi, thank you so much for uh, being our panel. If y'all give some, some muted snaps or some uh, hand clap emojis or any of those things, it was such an honor uh, to hear from you all and uh, so much wisdom uh, in, in that. At Corners, Holly performed an original work based on the theme for Corners, Who Do You Say I Am? Enjoy.
5: do men say I am? Tell me, who do you say I am? I sit back and imagine the very creator of man asking, son of man, won't you open the eyes of my heart and show me again? He took my hand, leaned in and said, I am the Christ rejected of men who came to die but rose again. I am The very redeemer of sin I'm the beginning and the end God's yes and amen I am the great I am I am love I am light in whom there is no darkness I am gracious forgiving I am righteous I am the creator of life itself I am the way the truth and the life the ultimate sacrifice forever faithful one who will never leave you, nor forsake you. I make new the things of old. I came to save you. That you'd have life and life more abundantly. So now heaven awaits you. I am a comforter, redeemer, healer. I am a way maker, provider, restorer, ruler. I am a mind regulator, mighty in power, a consuming fire, sun and shield. I came to set the captives free, to make peace. Be still, be still and no that I am the Christ, rejected of men who came to die but rose again. I am the very redeemer of sin. I'm the beginning and the end. God's yes and amen. I am the great I am. Tell me, who, who do you say I am? He asked me again, son of man. You are the lily in the valley. You feel my heart when it's hollow. You are my joy and sorrow, my very hope for tomorrow. The good shepherd in whom I take up my cross and follow. Omnipresent with me as I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I don't fret because it's only a shadow, meaning the sun is present. Beaming its light down from heaven. You are my light and salvation. I delight in your presence because your presence is heaven. Omnipotent. You are my strong tower. You're my hiding place, mighty deliverer, God who reigns. You never change, yet you've rearranged my heart to sing a new song. Everlasting King, you are my everything, Jesus. Jesus, you are the Christ rejected of men who came to die but rose again you are the very redeemer of sin you're the beginning and the end god's yes and amen you are the great i am jesus my good good father my closest friend amen now sit back and imagine god asking you who do you say i am
0: that's it for this episode of Story Central. Please subscribe so you never miss an episode and rate and share us so others can find our podcast. If you'd like to contact us, you can email us directly at story.centralregion at gmail.com. You can also partner with us financially by going to www.givetoiv.org and search for Central Region. This podcast was produced by Julia Flaherty. I'm Adam Leong, and as always, have an excellent day.